Hello. What? Fucking funny. Because the bottle disappears, it just looked like you were sucking something. <laughs> uh, they're not going to know what the hell is because it's going to be the intro played over that. What Joe's talking about. Well, welcome to the Two Bros Podcast, episode number 27. I'm Adam. And I'm Joe. Well, he's talking about because, yeah, today I have a background. I got my 5150, and he's got his up there. Um, yeah, so through the background, I was doing this like the last couple of seconds before the intro was over, and I guess it <laughs> kept disappearing. Well, you, turn, you turn off to your side. I turn like so the yeah. So yeah, so the <laughs> bottle disappeared, but it looked like you were sucking on something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. this is my out of the closet episode. <laughs> so it, it might it'll probably show up on the video. Hey. On the, in the video version. Well, no, because we're going to cut that because I always put the intro there. Oh, that's true. While the music's playing, we cut that section because. <laughs> All right. Maybe we'll do an unabridged version this week where no Ranger, no Rex, and no other stuff. Oh, that's true. So, but anyways, that's the concept. It's because these backgrounds, shit goes away. Look, woo, I'm half of me. Woo, losing weight yeah. as we speak. Anyway, <laughs> dumb shit. But uh, so, yeah, Joe got some new equipment. Uh, he uh, got his own. I, yeah. He, he got the combo. I um, got the combo that came this week. I've been on I've been on vacation or off. I didn't really go nowhere, but stayed around the house. What they call a staycation. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know. It's <laughs> thank, thanks, inflation. Inflation but. vacation. <laughs> Just stay home and twiddle your thumbs. Um, oh, well, what was funny is the gas last weekend was Memorial Weekend. So that's usually when it goes up. Oh yeah. Normally, right? And then so I could, went past the gas station yesterday, the one that I put gas in, and it's fifty percent or fifty cents more this week than last week. It went up fifty cents in a week. Damn. So that's yeah, it's really crazy. Where are you at now? What what's the gas out there? It's like four well, it's, it was four fifty nine, but during last weekend it was four oh nine. So it just jumped fifty cents. Still a, better than week. here, man. I, and I'm in I'm in the East Bay where it's cheaper. It's six oh seven here, and I'm sure it's more because that was, uh, I think Tuesday when I filled up. Oh, so yeah. yeah, this week it's probably more. It's uh, well, a buddy, a work buddy, texted me this week and said that it's eight oh five. But I, oh when I, shit, when I looked that up, it was L A. He's seen a report. Yeah, that or San Francisco. Like for me, across oh, yeah, the bay. They're up in the sevens and they probably hit the eights. Yeah. So it's it's creeping. They're always way above us. So that prediction, I don't know if you've heard that prediction that by the end of summer it's gonna be ten bucks. Uh, I've been hearing about it. Ten bucks. Yeah. And for uh like I I just got I got a twenty eighteen, I got a truck. So it's a big (laughs) Ram, Dodge Ram truck, and it's like, yeah, figures fuck. I'm looking at that Fred Flintstone model. That's looking pretty good to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just a debacle. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, so to for tonight's turn up, we're going to do that guy behind Ozzy with his fingers telling Joe, shut up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Joe, shut up. He, he, del- he delivered my iconic, and he's like, shh, don't Here, I got a little present for you. <laughs> you got any bats I can bite the heads off of? Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we're going to do Ozzy for turn it up. Yeah. We'll be talking about Ozzy and his shenanigans. And so I guess we'll start. What, what do you think of your amp since you're now uh, a new, uh, 5150 owner? Well, I, I was telling you the story the first day I got it. I, I figured, cause yeah, I know you were at work and I was off. So I was like, I wanted to call you and then I was like, oh, he's at work. Okay. I'll just read the manual real quick. I remember you had said something about with the two amps, right. you got to like t- turn Stand, it on, stand by, put it on standby. Right. Uh, uh, anyway. It's behind yeah. me to my right. <laughs> yeah. And then, and uh, my amp, it's on top. So you wouldn't really yeah. see it anyway from that picture. Yeah. But uh, so, uh, so I read the, but I got confused. All right. I had a dad moment and I did it backwards, but so it was my first time. <laughs> so, so I, so I I had my guitar plugged in and I was like, oh, I got to turn the volume on my guitar up. So the volume knob. So I turned the volume knob up and nothing's coming through the amp. But the lights are on, everything's on. Like, what the fuck? So like for 10 minutes, I'm sitting there trying to figure out, well, what did I do? What did I do? So finally, I reversed it because I went back and read the, reread the directions again. And I said, but I did all that. Turned it on and 
So basically, I had it, the standby switch. It was backwards. I didn't yeah, have. you're doing that. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I didn't dawn on me. I think I called you. <laughs> I think I called you uh, after after work, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I better explain the standby switch thing because yeah. uh, I knew. Well, one, you're a drummer, so you don't play two amps. It's you, you no know, way. You, I, you had this. told me before, so I kind of remembered. I didn't remember everything you told me. But I remember there was something you got to do, and then that's why I said, "Well, fuck! If I'm, I'm not gonna wait till you get home." So I was just like, "Well, I'll just read the directions." It should, and, it, and it added in there, but I just did it backwards. Yeah. So, so then when I figured it out, boom! Then the then the sound came on. Yeah. The gates of heaven opened up, and yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. But the only thing is, like I said, then the next day, uh, my pedals came later that day, as I, I ordered an overdrive, like you had told me. And uh, and then I ordered that looper pedal because I wanted to. Well, when you, you said what's a good idea is using that looper is when you're trying to get the tones, you can hit yeah. a riff and it'll just keep playing it over so you can fuck with the knobs and shit. You know, rather yeah. than sitting there trying to hit the riff while you're doing the knobs at the same time. Yeah, like you, you know, anybody out there that is interested in guitar or plays any instrument like that, it's it's pain in the ass because you'll mess with your effects and then you play. And then you tweak something, and then you play. And you're not getting to hear it compared in real time. But when you have that looper, it's like having somebody playing a riff, sitting beside you. Here, play this riff over and over. I'm going to fuck with shit. And, you know, then you become a sound engineer, and you get to mess with it. And I like it because you seem to just dial it in better, you know? Yeah. You yeah, can you're really not fucking with the, with the guitar at the same time. Yeah, you're not breaking your concentration. Go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So those loopers come in handy. Plus... They're good for working out ideas because I think you had mentioned it that you added a couple ideas, but it's hard to get. You can't layer over yourself unless yeah. you're going to record and you track it and layer. Yeah, I can. It. If I set up to record it, then I can do that. So they, yeah, this one worked good. Well, except because I'm still learning the pedal, like the exact how to use it exactly. So I, I layered. I had two two ideas, and I thought that they would fit over each other. So I recorded the first part. And but I didn't hit the record, I guess, right on the money. So anyway, it, it cut off the beginning. But once it starts going, then it's playing it. Yeah. And then and then I could play the chords over it that I had the second part. And so, yeah, that that it's good for that, too, because it's like, OK, yeah, that does fit. I thought it would fit, but I wasn't sure. And then I didn't need anybody else around, to, you know, like, here, play this for me. Yeah. And because uh, I tried to do that, I told you with with jesse my son was over and so i had him try to play one of the parts but he's not a guitarist either so he's just sitting there so it took him like half an hour to kind of figure that part like i was showing him yeah and then he wasn't in time or nothing so when i'd play it still wasn't like match you know yeah so this this works out way better so i can see getting a lot of use out of this oh yeah they come in handy working out ideas and it's fun sometimes too you just you do something and then you'll get a new idea off of it. Like if it loops wrong, it cuts you off, but it cuts it at the wrong part or something. It's yeah. yeah. I've come up with ideas from that stuff. It's, it's cool. Like I wish we had these, these things back when, when I first started, cause yeah. I think you come along better. It makes you grow. Cause you just, you know, gives you more, more tools. So yeah, it's another, so and, I got that one. And then, uh, and then just yesterday, I because I got my acoustic. I told you I wanted to plug into there sometimes, uh, my Takamani, and uh, so I, I I ordered a chorus pedal now. So that's coming to come this week. Yeah. So I can have mainly for that because I have some more mellow ideas on there. But I want to hear it with that shimmer with that chorus. You can on use chorus on on electric guitar. On the electric, you do it all yeah. the time. Zach Wild, that was part of his tone. All of those late '80s '90s guitar tones of Zach. It was yeah. always heavy chorus on there. Well, and I yeah, I probably will eventually. Like initially, I got it for my acoustic, but I, you know, as I grow with it, I'm probably going to use it on everything. Yeah. So, but yeah, so now I'm diving into this shit. Well, like I was saying that, so the first day, the the second day I had it, which is the first day I was really, all right, I got time allotted. I'm going to get on it, and it, so I was on it for about two hours. But I didn't really get any practice time. <laughs> yeah, I was playing with the knobs and the and the different channel. Well, there's two channels, but 
you can and then with the overdrive pedal it like it adds more layers to it yeah so you know i've been some with that to hear the differences and all that so i mean i got it was productive but it just wasn't like practice productive because you know but now i know what it kind of does and the range and more what i'm looking for so but that, yeah, that's kind of what comes with it because you get new stuff and plus like this is your first tube amp uh you know so you have to learn what your different gains do what your different volumes um do the boosts so yeah well now it's just you know what they do so yeah it's just about getting better at dialing them in and stuff and the only thing i, I was telling you the only thing that criticism that i have so far is because i got gorilla paws <laughs> and the knobs on it they seem cheap as fuck like chinese cheap you know well yeah <laughs> and uh so i just thought for the price and the 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 quality of the amp that they'd have better knobs but i guess not yeah so. and um those those same those same uh they call them the chicken heads cuz they look yeah. like chicken heads it, those same the right there you see them they're the same knobs that are in all the generations of them. Even the one made in uh, 1992. Yeah. The, they still have those. So that's just, that's always been on there. Like Mesa has neural, like machine knurled uh, metal knobs. But I think, uh, well, yeah, and I think Marshall does too. Maybe Soldano? No, or they have plastic. I'm thinking, I'm thinking there's got to be like aftermarket because, like, with like my arcade machine. You can go buy different joysticks and the knobs. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You can uh, get aftermarket so, knobs. Yeah, so I'm there. thinking I might just do that. End up doing that at one point. I but, mean, you know, for now, it's never been an issue. I've I've played tons of shows with mine, and I've never had an issue with that. So, oh. actually, yeah. Know. If that's too tight, like the EVH the 5153, that yeah. thing has three separate channels with three separate EQs. There's knobs all the way across the thing. Yeah, you would hate that. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes well, it, getting in there. Kind of, but it's just till I get used to it now because it's new. Yeah. But, like, when they did, I thought it was, and I should have double-checked looking at it, but it doesn't really matter because it's made the way it is, is they were going to have one, the first section, like the, the clean channel. Yeah. And the second section, the, the overdrive channel. But they're, like, mixed because these first two buttons, one is – the clean channel gain, and then yeah. the second is the overdrive channel gain, and then then like you skip over, and then you get the volume off for each channel. Yeah, and they're together. Yeah, I thought they were gonna like you know be separate. So, but like so right now it's new to me, so I'm like I gotta oh wait what did I hit the right one you know yeah I gotta actually physically look down at it and well because that's what you gotta control like if you bring up more gain it's gonna bring up more volume so that's how you adjust for that. Um, or but if you, you know what I mean? I game. thought like for the clean channel, it should be all the knobs should be in one, you know, together. One and section. For the, the second channel, I have them all. That, together. you know, on the 5153, that's how they all. No. Well, what does it have? Um, but I it has all it sections together, but yeah, at the sections, end, it has the volumes all grouped together. So it's kind yeah. of something probably Eddie liked. I see what you're saying, and it. Kind you know of makes I mean? sense. Like, yeah, you'd have channel one sections and channel two section. Yeah. Um, and then maybe just have the EQ section, which is for both. Yeah, the, the high, it. low, and, and mid. But I know, like, in the uh, the 5152 or the 6505 Plus, those are all, they have their EQ, own EQ. But I think, yeah, he groups them with the volumes and everything. Yeah, you see? Because, so. like, the, the volumes are together, and then on the other side, the gains are together. Yeah. And it's like, but, I mean, I'll get used to it once I learn, you know, the more I play with the amp, I'm going to memorize it. And you're not going to be, you're probably not going to be switching it that much. You're going to have what your tones you know you like, you know, and you use. Yeah, well, and I got the footboard. So once I get, a, like, a couple tone, tones that I like for the clean yeah. and then one for the dirty or the overdrive, yeah, and then I just hit the foot switch. Yeah, because then you could just keep your clean as your green channel. And then you hit the foot switch and your red channel as your red channel. So then yeah. you're not even messing with it. You won't even really mess with that stuff too one, much. Yeah, once I dial them in the where I want them. Yeah. So, but I mean, it, it's good right now anyway. I got to I gotta mess with them to see what I like and don't like. And oh, yeah. There's years of that shit about if you start playing. And then the other thing too is I remember from when we played, we had the band. 
hearing you guys talk about it is like your ears, you get fatigued. Yeah. So if you're there for hours, that's not good either. Cause you're not going to hear it the same as when you first were fresh listening, you know? Yeah. But yeah. you could do it for hours. It's the thing is, uh, how loud are you blasting it? I don't yeah. think you're lo- blasting it too loud. Right. No, well, and that, and that was the other thing. Remember, I asked, well, where do I plug in my headphones? <laughs> headphones. Because on my Katana, it's got a headphone plug. Yeah. And it's for, like, night playing. I, could, I didn't even have to bug nobody. I just plugged the headphones in. And this one doesn't, which, like you said, just put it low. But yeah, but for low for me, because I'm a drummer, I can't hear that good anyway. It might seem, oh, that's not how loud. But the neighbors might, hey, that's fucking loud, you know. Yeah. If it's 1, 2 in the morning, I'm I fucking. If you have it, like, talking volume, I mean. Look, you watch TV at night, and yeah. n- nobody's knocking on your door and complaining about noise complaints. If you have it at, like, TV volume, you should be fine. Um, and then, like I said, if this is something Mother I told fuck. <laughs> this is something I told Joe. It's like, yeah, and if you're worried about it, too, turn down the bass and the resonance, because that's yeah. what carries through. That's what goes through the walls, yeah. is the bass. So, But, and yeah, because the headphones, there's no a- headphone jack. You could go out of the preamp out, but then the problem with that is you don't have a speaker, so you're you're not. It's gonna sound shitty. Like when you hear this amp, you're hearing the speaker's part of that tone. Yeah. So like, oh, and the other question I had, yeah, is okay. The way you told me set up, and I set up that way, is my overdrive pedal. I got the guitar going in the overdrive pedal. The overdrive pedal going straight into the front of the amp, right? Yeah. So, but what's weird is, okay, so like if I turn the pedal on, you get that, oh, you can hear the overdrive kick yeah. in, right, from the normal tone. But it's in front of everything. So how does it mix in and then blast it? You know what I mean? What do you mean? That's like a newbie question, I guess. No, that's cool. That's, yeah. Because that's... it's in it's in the front, right? Yeah. Going in. What it what it's doing is like it's like remember what we talked about. So it's boosting. It's actually boosting the guitar. It's signal, boosting right? the guitar signal. Like like and we talked about a cloud lifter. For anybody yeah. out there who doesn't know what a cloud lifter is, like these microphones, um, di- especially dynamic microphones. It's just a weak signal, so you need something that boosts the signal that goes into the unit. So yeah. what you're doing now is just taking that weak guitar signal, boosting it. And sending a strong signal into the amp, which mm-hmm. always makes this. And you're you're doing a little bit of EQing because there's EQ involved with that too. So yeah, what that does, that. especially that pedal, is it tightens up the mids. So, I think it's witchcraft. That's what I think. <laughs> guitar witchcraft. <laughs> Bill would be <laughs> what the hell's? But you get the you, Presidente. Yeah. You actually could you notice the difference then, huh? Yeah, no, I noticed it. And then, but the other thing that helped was one, you told me about it. Um, and then, so I was anticipating the pedals. So while I was waiting for the pedals to come, because, you know, it takes a couple of days with delivery, I was watching some YouTube videos and some of those guys were yeah. doing it. And then they tell, okay, here's just the amp. Yeah. And then you hear the tone with the amp, they chug and they go, okay, now we're going to turn the pedal on. And you hit the pedal. And then you can, yeah, you can. It's like, well, okay, now here it tight, it tightens up. It gets less flubby, less, less bottom end. It's not yeah. that it loses the bottom. It's just not so like mud. You know, yeah. you hear the definition of the notes. Um, so yeah, it's that's all it is. It's boosting the signal, and then like, then you get another level if you got active pickups, which is what I got. I think most of my guitars, except for like one all have active pickups. So that's a boosted signal plus the boost in front of it. It just makes it sizzle, you know? Yeah. And it's all toned because there's different pickups that add different, different flavoring, different. It, it basically just kind of EQ curves, you know, that's, that's what you're getting. Well, and then the different pedals too, because different pedals. you were, you were talking about that tube screamer. You said Steve used to use a tube screamer. He used and- a TS nine. And yeah. and one of the videos I seen, the guy was comparing the boss, which I got, to the to the, the Ibanez two screamer, and he was he was showing like you see the differences, and he and yeah, you could tell the difference. It's like they do basically the same idea, yeah. But one's a little like a little off, but that's just preference too. People like it, that one. Better. It is preference because like the pedal that you got the super overdrive i mean you got the anniversary edition so it's a little different than mine but uh yeah the black and yellow it's like all black pedal mine's the yellow pedal with the black writing um yours was cheaper though yeah it was cheaper like 10 bucks more so like 
guys like Zach Wild, that's what he started with. It was that he he used that thing to boost that Marshall that he played through. And it was yeah. good enough for him. And then when he designed his MXR pedal, uh, he he basically designed it off that pedal and then tweaked, you know, basically the EQ curve with the tone. Yeah. Um, and then so, yeah, Tube Screamers like a TS-9 will sound different from a TS-808. Like Steve played the TS-9. I I have a TS-808. I'm looking to get a TS-9. I mean, they're like 100 bucks. so. Yeah. Uh, they well, all, and one, one guy in one of the videos I watched, he said that Boss uses uh, a different circuitry than the, the Tube Screamer. So that's yeah. why they have that difference, like the subtle difference. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's that because I don't know enough about circuits or anything like that. Yeah. But, um, it, nowadays, I think you could get it, to, you could get them to sound the same Pretty or similar. similar depending on how you, you build them, you know, because yeah. these things are always being modded. Look at all the bosses, the boss pedals now are being modded by that Waza. Their Waza, the you know, and then they jack up the price a little bit more. But yeah, they're like a hundred bucks more for those. Yeah, things. for the Waza mods. So sure. those are modded pedals, and you could do that with a TS TS nine or you know eight oh eight or, um, yeah, you could do it with any pedal basically. Yeah, that's how a lot of these pedal companies start. These guys start modding pedals, and then they come out with their own modded pedal, and then sell it as X. You know. Yeah, so. and the same thing with amps. I mean, basically, this fifty-one fifty, the generation of it was Eddie was playing the Marshall things, the Plexi, and then that's what they called the Brown Sound. What he was doing yeah. was just fucking cranking the shit out of it, and and then messing with a whole bunch of different stuff. Then I think he went and got a Soldano, and then he moved over to PV, and then you know that's just the history of that, but. Yeah, did you? One more you get into it, you'll hear the differences. Uh, actually, there's a pretty good video on YouTube with Ola, Ola yeah. England, and uh, he's doing a guess which overdrive pedal is there. And I think it's a TS9 Super Overdrive um, uh, Precision Drive by Horizon Devices, a Fortin Grind pedal, and one more. And he nails it. Like in every pedal, he knows. He goes, uh, that's this pedal. Uh, that's this pedal. It's like fuck. I I don't know that I would notice a difference, like, or know them, you know, by sound. Yeah. So, yeah, you're gonna have fun messing with that stuff. And you know what? Like, if you got on a clean channel, you can use a little bit of the. You know, I said basically turn the all the way off the distortion yeah. or the overdrive, and that's yeah. usually how it's used. But you can add a little bit in, or fuck it, crank it and see if you, it's gonna be a lot of noise. Yeah, but, but you know, you might want it a little dirtier. But but I well, I did that a little bit, and I noticed it was, it it sounded better doing it through the pedal than doing it on the amp. Yeah, on that channel, because like you said, on that channel, then it just kind of just noise. Yeah, but, and with the pedal, it still tightens it, so it's not it's noise, but it's more confined or whatever. I guess you'd say. Yeah, because uh, like I know on the red channel, and some people have said that in their reviews that, yeah, usually. When I'm using a boost, I'll turn down my gain on yeah. on these channels. Like if you look here on 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 my amp, on the my picture, I can't, can't point to it. That's uh, <laughs> uh, right there. Uh, anyways, yeah. it's turned down. If you look, that second knob is turned down. See how much it's turned down? That's because I boost going in, so I don't need as much gain. But if I was just using the amp, I'd probably use the gain at about six. Yeah. So which is what about one o'clock? On a clock, yeah. so that's usually where I keep it. But if I got a boost going in, I'll drop it down to what what is like eleven o'clock or four. So, but those are all things you learn as you go, and you learn what you like. Some people like I love a lot of overdrive. There's guys that don't really like too much of that, you know. No, well, I like it, but I like it, like you said, tight. I guess, yeah, you know, because like that prong tone, tone. I oh love yeah, that it's like got total crunch but then it's like it's like clean like he hits it and then when he stops it's not like just ringing through and shit yeah you know? well but that might be because it's gate or whatever that's gates then you're gonna get into gates if you're getting a lot of noise then next you're gonna want is a gate this thing's got a gate built in but it is you st it still gets noise through there um when i use my boost i have a precision overdrive horizon devices that thing has a gate on it or that that overdrive pedal, the EVH that we were talking about at one point, 
that has yeah. a gate on it too. So it's it's not only a boost pedal or an overdrive pedal, it's also a noise gate. So it's just like double, you know, or you I actually have a noise gate, so yeah. You that might be your next thing. I if it's too noisy for you, so yeah. The other but thing no, is the I, gate. I think I should be fine for now for a little while, like till I get this set up going. Yeah. You know, I just I, I wanted to add that um that core. But then what goes along with the chorus, I was already thinking about that. Delay. Yeah, you need delay and reverb. <laughs> yeah. If you want if you want like a Pink Floyd kind of tune, yeah. they always have delay with chorus. Everything like leads always have delay and reverb. Yeah. yeah. So you get it. The reverb gives you that ambient, makes it sound like you're in a bigger room, and then the delay gives you that that the slap that, back and all that yeah. stuff. I know there's a reverb channel on there. I'm not a fan of it. It's it's classic Fender reverb on there. But I was uh, playing with it, but I didn't really hear too much difference. Like it wasn't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm if I'm really into reverb, I'm gonna have to get a pedal. That's it's good. it's more like a um I think it's a what you it'd be a spring reverb that's spring on spring reverb, yeah. And I don't really like spring reverbs. I got an MXR reverb pedal. It was about 180 bucks. That thing's pretty badass. It's got a bunch of switches where you can go into different modes and then pick the ones you like. And then I'll use that. And then I have a um a boss digital delay, a DD3. And that thing, that's cool. That those two there cover the ambience. And you can get really trippy with that shit. Even with the chorus pedal, you can make really sound twangy you mess yeah. with the rate you turn stuff. it up all the way yeah and uh yeah so no i'm gonna i should have fun with that that'll keep me busy for a while because now i'm gonna be going back to where that was the other thing i was like fuck i wish i could just sit here and do this all the day <laughs> yeah <You know? laughs> and just being an adult it's like why do i gotta be an adult now it's like fuck so, well if we can make interesting programming do more of this stuff <laughs> then we could become those guys that sit home all day and fuck with their shit yeah. This week we're reviewing this. <laughs> and then we just talk shit about our review on it. <laughs> yeah, because then we bump it up and we do one of these a week. And then yeah. that's all we do is we just produce content. Ugh. Yeah, that would be cool. Hell yeah, it would. We just gotta find people to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the tricky part right there. Yeah. Well, they say too. A lot of these YouTubers, um, I listen to podcast stuff too. They, it, it's that first thousand. You got to get that first thousand. Yeah. Once you get well, that, yeah, because it, 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 what do they call that? Uh, it's snowballs. Snowballs. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing too, it's like that. It's you got to grind. You got to be consistent. Keep doing it. I think you were saying that initially. Yeah, you, yeah. you just got to keep doing it. And that's the one thing with like these podcasts I listen to. They do it consistently every week or every day at the same time. And you're, it's it's like those morning radio shows you listen to on the way to work and stuff. When they're fucking like years ago, I used to listen to Howard. Then he went to like three days a week. And then sometimes he wasn't there. And then yeah. it's like, dude, what the hell, man? I got to be at work every freaking day. <laughs> I I need something to listen to Monday through Friday, guy. You know, people want consistency. That's their routines that they go through. So, but uh, well, that was he was fucking around with trying to retire, and he wanted to stay, but he didn't want to work. Or yeah, but it's like at that point, you're doing all that shit where you're just coming three days. You might as well just retire. Then. Well, and then yeah, but then it's like he's one of those things that the older generation they don't know how to not work. Yeah, you know, it's like well, oh, well plus they're throwing millions in his. Face. They're throwing five hundred million dollars at a time, so he's made over yeah. a billion of dollars. Yeah, because uh, they've done what three of those contracts now for him. So yeah. fifteen years of that shit, and then the other thing too is like, I mean, I, we don't know because we never had a corporation where people are working for us. And if he quits, it's not just him quitting. All those people that work for him are gonna be out of jobs. Yeah, that's true. It's Baba like Bowie. these are yeah. Baba Booey's gonna be without a job. Richard Christie. You know, it's like, what are these guys going to do? Well, Richard, yeah, could but go those, drunk. those guys should be all right now, though. I mean, you know, Salva Stock, bro. What the hell is that they, guy going to do? If they, well, what was it, Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice, but he's in on the. He's just a, a regular. He's not. Yeah, he's not a paid employee. But um, so. I think that's why they all started going out and doing like stand up and stuff. So, yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, that's that's here nor there. So, anyways, um, yeah, I guess you want to get on with the news. Yeah, let's see. Well, we got. Oh, uh, we. You want to just shut it down and we'll. <laughs> and then do the news and, and turn it up. And then start the news and turn it up. Yeah. 
Yeah, all right, let's do that. Because uh, we're going to run out. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> Music News. There, and we're back. That should be it. seamless as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see all the flubs we do here. Yeah. We should do an unedited show so you, people can see all the crap. <laughs> that might be, get some ratings. No, it might, but then I need more equipment, and that means more crap. Because <laughs> I need more monitors. I need more, like a separate uh, in, uh, computer running, you know? But Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well then we if you get the then we can do the FaceTime. Yeah, actually cuz I could probably still uh do the audio with this computer and then Yeah, you just run it from the I, new computer. I could do other stuff, so. Yeah. All right, you want you want to start? Uh yeah, we got uh started off with a uh, Wolfie uh uh from Van H- or the son of Eddie. He's uh, he's all up in arms. He's pissed off at uh I guess this company Reels yeah, they're doing a they're doing a documentary uh, on the autopsy of Eddie Van of his dad, which we already know what he died of, like he had yeah. cancer, and so they're just basically exploiting it. So he's like, yeah, pissed off. Yeah, so it's he went tasteless. off in some tw- in some tweets, uh, but yeah, so you can understand where he's coming from. Yeah, I mean, they, they make some documentary about your dad's death and they, you know the autopsy. It's like, dude, that's fucking morbid. And then, well, in the article. They had the little clip from that that documentary, right? So I watched the. It's like a two minute piece of that documentary. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, they're they're like leading you to believe. Like if you didn't know anything about Eddie and like you know follow you know yeah and and just somebody off the street that happened to see it, yeah, they would think this Eddie was a junkie and so because they have this doctor saying, well, he he had cancer, but it was from all the alcohol and that he did and the drugs he did. And, you know, so he's going off like that. So I can see where, yeah, it's really raunchy. It's like, yeah. Man. Yeah. He was basically uh, saying, you know, screw them. And anybody that wants to just screw you too, it's like, okay, you're being a little emotional. Yeah. Fans are going to just want to consume anything. You know, there's people out there that, like you said, don't know what what he died yeah, of. Yeah, that, that don't really know. Or, you know, they might have heard of him, but they didn't follow him. Yeah, I've, I've read a little bit but, about that. It's like, dude, you're saying, oh, it's this is what caused cancer. They don't. He, they don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know wh- why does one person get cancer, and another person doesn't. You know why does one person die at forty, another one dies at ninety. You know, and say uh, both of them, one of them lives shitty, and the other one lives a good life. You know, uh, look at like our grandpa Joe, man. That guy was <laughs> he outlived all our grandparents. He was the last one to go. And he yeah. he been uh, smoking home rolled cigarettes since he was like thirteen uh, years old. He was seven. He said that's what he told me. He was seven. He was like seven when he started Which smoking. Is, yeah, that's probably <laughs> probably more realistic because we're talking what thirties, yeah. twenties when he was born. It's like yeah, he was born in the twenties. So let's yeah, do the math. <laughs> so. Back then, there was no children laws about smoking or probably oh, drinking okay. alcohol even. Well, that's why he rolled his own because it was cheaper, you know. Yeah, because I remember when I used to smoke and I was with him, he'd always bum one off of me because it's like, yeah, oh, your store bought pack, right? Yeah, you, you don't have to, you you know, have to roll them. But he was just too cheap to go buy an actual pack, so he, he was always had that tin of fucking tobacco with the papers. <laughs> so, but and then yeah. you get the tobacco all over the place because yeah, he's rolling he it's all sloppy <laughs> and. Uh, then he licked the shit out of him like he's rolling a joint. It's like fuck. <laughs> but yeah, we yeah. we kind of put here. We kind of went a little off topic there, but you know, there's there's no guarantees in life, and that whole thing about yeah, he died because he did, he did drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Eh, get the fuck on. <laughs> it more so I heard originally because he was a smoker, which yeah. we know like in concerts he would always have a cigarette on his. Oh it's yeah, not, you know the whole time. So I was like, yeah, so that's to me more believable because yeah, he was. It seemed like he was always smoking. Yeah, but it's neither here nor there because we know it's cancer. So it's like, come on. Yeah, it's not. There's not like some great mystery about it. Yeah, it wasn't like, well, what did he die of? What did he die of? I mean, shit, he was 25. He's dead. What the hell? No, no, no. Yeah. We, everybody knew that if you're a fan, you knew he was battling cancer off and on yeah, for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but um, yeah. See, so uh, I got 
Slipknot has now had to stop the he's they stopped the show for for an EMT emergency. Uh, no. I guess a fan was struggling in the crowd on uh, January first up in Ohio. Um, the they noticed something, and then Jim Root looked over to uh, Corey, got his attention, and pointed to the crowd, and they stopped the show. And I guess they've done this already twice. This is the second time this year. They did it again in um, or the Winnipeg. They stopped the show for somebody. They were down in the mosh pit, knocked out, I guess. And so they sent uh, they sent it, let the EMTs get in there, stop the show, and then started back up again. And I guess this is all brought on from the whole, um, what was it called? Astro, Astro World Festival, where eight people died oh, last year. Yeah. So now rock stars, they're like being more conscientious and worrying about, hey, you know, we're here to have a good time, not have people die. I mean, you don't want nobody you know, kill over, get crushed. And anybody that's ever been to concerts like that, even up like towards the front where there's a lot of pressure of all the bodies pushing up against you, dude, it, I can see how somebody could get crushed. Because even like I'm a big dude, we're big guys, and I've been at that front of that stage, and doom, they're pushing on you. And you basically have to push on the stage to keep from getting crushed yourself. And there's been shows where I'm pushing with all my might. Um, there was a Machine Head show, and I think I mentioned it on here, where this one chick was kind of getting crushed. And I, I said, you want me to help? And she's like, yeah. So I kind of got behind her and just put my braced myself against the stage, and she was, like, in front of me. And so like, I just it kept everybody off of her. And then her tits kept falling out, and I was like, Whoa. And she's like, oh, well. She just, and then you, then you started dry hopping. And I was like, wow, <laughs> this is good. Okay, yeah, definitely, you know, protect you. And then uh, then, then the music started playing. She that, had this, you know, she had this like, little half sweater. It buttoned up in the front, and she had no bra on. She, and the, the buttons kept coming open. Even, like, oh. Logan at one point kept looking down. He's like, hmm, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stand right, stay there, dude. Make sure she's protected. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, dude, it gets crazy. And the force, all those people uh, crushing against you, if you go down, you bite in a pit and you get stepped on, I don't know. So, yeah, they stopped the show to to help out. And I think that's starting to happen now at shows after that whole Astro World Festival. Huh. People just died. And it didn't seem like they the, the performers even gave a shit. Yeah, from that one, I heard that it, they just kept going with the show. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they were screaming and shit because a bunch of people died on that one. Well, that's so. like, um, too. And now this is because we're older. We've been through all those pits and stuff. But then I remember a number of years ago, and not too long, maybe three, four, five years ago, they were doing this thing called the Wall of Death where they go, all right, I want you all to separate to two sides and then just run at each other. And it's like, <laughs> that can't be fucking good, man. Like, somebody's going to get hurt in that. Because yeah. it's basically like a battle, and they're all going at each other. It's like, dude. And they used like to call Braveheart. it. Yeah, like Braveheart. And they're calling it the wall of death. It's like, uh, yeah. Don't be surprised when somebody dies. And I think when you see barriers at at the shows, they have like that barricade down the middle now. Because they don't want no more of that crap oh, going on. Yeah. yeah, I think they, they outlawed that shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, performers, you get that buzz when you're on stage. I mean, I haven't played festivals but I played shows where, like, they start pitting. Crowd gets crazy. They start pitting, stage diving, crowd surfing. And and the band, while well, you're up there, you're feeding off of that, you know? Yeah. You're like, fuck, yeah, they're into it. That makes you more into it, and you start giving it your all. It's just – it's that whole feeding off each other. It's like a cycle. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but that's what I got with that one. What do you got next? Oh, I got, oh, remember we were talking about Vinnie Paul's house? Yeah. It was up for sale. Yeah. Well, apparently somebody bought it, but they leveled it. Yeah, <laughs> I read that. <laughs> oh, well, it was it was a pretty ugly fucking house, though. I mean. Yeah, when I actually went back and see the pictures, you had said, yeah, you go look at the pictures. I went and looked at the pictures. I was like, yeah. What the fuck? This was. That was, yeah. Like, he had all that money. That, that was a house you built? Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. But, uh. Yeah, so they leveled it. The guy, I guess, the bought it or the whoever bought it. They they didn't say who bought it, but they leveled it and they're going to build a new building there. So yeah, I've taken it a new house because it's in a residential area. So yeah, yeah. 
Well, rest in peace, House. Rest in peace, Vinny. So. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Yeah. It was kind of an ugly house, though. <laughs> I mean, it's like, if you buy it, you would just have to be a diehard Pantera fan just not to fuck with it. But you know, yeah, whoever, and obviously these guys weren't, or whoever bought it. Yeah. They were just probably an investor. Right away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They looked at the house and they overturned this fucking thing. Yeah. We, and then how, I don't even remember how big the lot is or not. If it's big enough, you can be like, let's tear this down, build two houses, yeah. and then make more money. So, and that's what it's all about nowadays. And then the pictures that they had, they just have it leveled, like, you know, the land, the lot. Yeah. So they showed, you know, the before pictures, of course. And then now there's nothing on it right now. But yeah, I guess they're getting ready to build. Yeah, then they'll build. So I just wanted, I figured that it would do a follow up on that. Poor Vinny's house. <laughs> Poor Vinny's house. Uh, let's see, the next one I had is uh, Steve Harris opens up for Steve Harris. <laughs> Steve Harris has a side project called uh, British Lion, and they opened up for Iron, Iron Maiden basically his headlining. So he's pulling double duty at, uh, what was this festival? It was Rockfest in Finland. So I guess he's going out doing doing his stuff with British Lion too. And like you had mentioned on a couple pod, podcasts before, that you think that Dickinson, or he said he, he's, he's done with Maiden. Oh, yeah. I, I, I read that wrong. Oh, okay. Because I was saying, I didn't read that. Because <laughs> <But laughs> yeah. I've seen another article since then that it said that he's never going to end. Like, he's going to go to the grave with Maiden. Yeah, which at this point you should. I mean, it's, you know. So I know yeah. he was doing a solo album, doing again his rocks off of that. Yeah, so, all of them do this solo yeah. shit. So it's like. And I, I, had, I, I guess I didn't read the whole article, which I should have. Which, <laughs> that's, that's why we don't do this professionally. We're getting fucking music news for us. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but if you come here for music news, <laughs> this is a fucking joke. Mexican Americans, <laughs> give you false fucking news because they didn't read the article. They read like the headline. <laughs> <laughs> I, read, I read part of it. I was surprised, but then he's old as hell, so I figured, well, maybe, yeah, he's just a poor, he's a fucking. Wow. Wait, what the fuck? He's like almost 70, or he's like 70? Yeah, I don't know. He's round yeah. there, right? What the well, fuck is going to start? Metallica, they're pushing 60 now. Yeah, what no, I think Hatfield just turned 60, I think. And then um, I, I seen this I did see because uh, Stones are going out on tour again. Yeah. And they said Ronnie Wood just... Uh, just turned 72. I was like, he's got to be older than that. Those motherfuckers got to be in their 90s. <laughs> oh, let's do the math. I was like, there's no way he's, he's lying about it. <laughs> well, Ronnie Wood's younger than them, right? Because he was in Faces. So he was like a decade behind them. Maybe. I don't know. And they're I, like 80, just, so that's, a, that's yeah, about like, right. I don't know. I was thinking, I think that motherfucker's lying. Well, no. Seven, 72. <laughs> Maybe. Because, I mean, that basically puts him around the, our father's age. Yeah. So he was in the late 60s. He was still a teenager. <laughs> like, yeah, but faces, when did they break? Mid 70s? Well, uh, yeah, but he started like in the late 60s, didn't he? Well, yeah, he could have started I'm at, trying like, to 16, remember when, yeah. 17. Um, I mean, he joined the Stones, yeah, later. So Yeah, he didn't join them until the late 70s, right? Before yeah. the 80s. Because they had, uh, well, Brian, Brian Johnson was their first one, or. No. With their original guitarist, Brian. Oh. What's his name? Not Johnson. Anyway, Brian. Is Was first it Jones? No. Yeah, Brian Jones. Brian That's Jones. And, and, then, uh, and then they hired the other guy. with That album that they played, Bitch, is a bitch. That was the other kid that they hired right after Jones had OD'd. Yeah. And, and then he didn't, he didn't fit in too good. He didn't stay. And then after that, then they got Ronnie. So, yeah, it was in, like, the mid to late 70s, I think, they yeah. got him. But, I mean, he was out there doing shit because they knew, you know, they were friends with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they all tour. That's how it all goes. That's, you know, oh, it's like that whole violence thing in Machine Head. It's like, well, attitude adjustment and violence. And then Rob starts a Machine Head and gets uh, Chris Contos from Attitude Adjustment. Phil starts Torque, or actually to replace Rob Flynn, Phil got Ray Vegas right. from Attitude Adjustment. 
Yeah, it's all about who you know, and then you go get those guys. <laughs> and then they went and hit the clubs and conquered. And then you play freaking <laughs> shithole dive bar in fucking Concord, California. A lot of <laughs> shithole dive bars in Concord, California, because that was a scene back then. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but the thing with, uh, back to the whole Steve Harris thing, one thing he said, and that he started British Lion, and I thought maybe it had to do with your now false article. If we're going to have to recant that now. <laughs> oh. So, oh, because, yeah. Yeah, I thought, well, since, yeah, then if he's going to quit, then Harris wants to keep writing and doing stuff. But I guess that's not the case. So, but he said to address it, like, one um, interview asked him, well, what do you get out of British Lion you don't get out of Iron Maiden? He's like, well, there's lots of clubs and, and cool clubs, really, that you can play with a smaller band. And that Iron Maiden could never play because they're just way too big, you know. Yeah, but once like you get word that it oh it's Steve Harris from Iron Maiden. Yeah, you would think that they would just be packed anyway. So it's like you would think maybe I don't know. That's one thing you you know. Maybe you could report on that. <laughs> I don't know. I think Steve Harris is going to retire soon. Hell no, he is. He's still writing, and now he's writing for another band. He is Iron Maiden. He is, like, yeah. He's Mr. May. He started. He that. started that shit. Look who you started it. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You and the thing is, when you play clubs, that vibe in that room because it's so everybody's so together and in, in there. You know, yeah. uh, playing a big venue sometimes that loses it. But then, I mean, like I said, I've never played a festival. I would think that'd be a rush, but I don't know. You know, people are just doing so. There's so many people to f- lose focus on. But all right, what do you got next? So then, uh, well, I added this one because it's it's like a little minor uh, blurb. But uh, James Lomeno, Lomenzo, yeah, James Lomenzo, is, yeah, he's now the permanent bass player for Megadeth. Yeah, in Elson. So because I guess they were going back and forth. They they had a temporary, and then I guess they got him, but then they made it official now. Yeah, he was he he had filled in when uh was the early 2000s when David Elfson had left the band for a while. And then when he came back then they, you know, he was just temporary so. And then now I guess yeah, they made it official. I saw that too. Yeah. Um he let, he's, he joined Popeye. He joined whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I see uh this is kind of a little bit of a side note, but it was in the music news because these guys like always play music and make fun of music, and that's the whole thing. Uh, Beavis and Butthead's going to have a new movie coming out called uh, Beavis and Butthead Return. Oh, no, wait. Called Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. So it's coming out June 23rd on Paramount+. Plus, and in addition, they're going to have uh, 200, over 200 episodes, the old episodes remastered. So any of you, any of the Gen Xers out there like us, it, it's back. They're, the Beavis and Butthead are back. And uh, any millennials or younger, they want to watch it. But they, I don't know if they can take it. No, They're going to want to cancel them. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I need TV for my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's bunghole. Bunghulio. I am Cordulio. <laughs> I need TP for my bunghole. Um and then, oh, the last one I got is um, Max and Igor, another pair of brothers. Oh, yeah, Cavaliers. Sepultura yeah. fame. They're performing, <laughs> which is the ironic thing is they're they're doing like a, a Rise tour based yeah. on the, uh, Beneath the Remains and a Rise album. Yeah, it's, yeah both those albums. And, and they're, so they're back together as brothers and they're performing them. But they're not Sepultura because I guess they lost the rights. They, they don't have the rights. <laughs> <laughs> and they're the original guys. Like it's, it's not like something would happen to us. Yeah. <laughs> like we left and then, hey, let's go play those songs again. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. can't call it what we were. Yeah. Well, you basically got Sepultura there. So it's like you're, you know, old school Sepultura. Just call it fucking daddies Root. of sepultura or something it's like <laughs> yeah. you know the creators of sepultura yeah. <laughs> roots of sepultura roots of sepultura <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, well, what are you going to do with all the licensing shit? They signed away the rights. <laughs> and I was like, so both of them were out of the band that they started. And then they come back but around. Yeah, and, and, and they're doing their fucking the albums. <laughs> it's like, uh. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know if this this is, is a successful tour for them, you know they're going to start adding the other fucking albums, too, that they were on. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, so. Chaos AD? Fuck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Roots? Roots? Fuck yeah. So... Yeah. yeah, well, what are you going to do? I mean, yeah, that's their stuff. You create songs. It's like, hey, we wrote those three Two Bros songs, and then we left the band, <laughs> and then we started another band, and we're playing those Two Bros songs. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, that's the thing, too. They're brothers, so it was bad. They're bound to eventually get back together, and they did. They started that Cavalier conspiracy where they're oh, yeah. playing Put together. The on the yeah. <laughs> fucking internet <laughs> so yeah i read He's that too, I was, I was, we gotta say that mention that one uh, yeah. But, yeah uh last i got is uh hailstorm yeah. sophomore album uh the strange case is gone plat certified platinum in the u.s so it's not a big thing but i was just say i was kind of curious to see that because how does a band go platinum nowadays, you know? And that album came out, what was it, 2012? So it's finally gone platinum. Well, it took them 10 years. Yeah, I mean, it took you 10 yeah. years. But, I mean, it's cool, too, because they're kind of a newer rock band. I mean, they're not brand new on the scene. But yeah. nowadays, you just rock bands don't, you know, seem to do as well. I just think rock, it's not being pushed. That's because how long it takes Metallica to write an album. Yeah, ten years. Ten years yeah. <laughs> well, when was the hardwire? Was it twenty? It was sixteen, 20, I think. Twenty sixteen, something like that. Yeah. It's been fucking good. What eight years now? Seven, eight years at least. So, well, let's see. But, yeah. And I don't. <laughs> let's do the math. And I don't. And I don't. I don't hear nothing of they're coming out with a new album this year or anytime mm -hmm. soon. Oh no, because James is on stage being depressed. Oh, yeah, he's just being a Because he's got millions of dollars and he's depressed. <laughs> 2016. Yeah. November so. 18, 2016. That album came out. So, yeah, we're, well, four years away. For, so it's been six years. Yeah. And uh, and November would be, or is that six years in November? But, uh. yeah, but we, they're not coming out with nothing this year because it would have, you know, they would have been talking about it. Yeah. So, so let's bump it up to seven. And then it takes like a year for them to make an album. To make it the process. Yeah, get in so. there and record. So the earliest would be 23 if they're going to, you know. But they, there's no news that they're coming out with anything. No. So the earliest would probably be 2024. Yeah. At best. <laughs> and that would be eight years. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I heard that's why I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Put that article about him being a bitch crying on stage. Because <laughs> I was like, come on, you're a fucking millionaire and you're over there bitching. Oh, I don't know how I'm going to hold it together. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> What's that? Was that one? That fucking sound? You could act like a man. You could act like a man. <laughs> Help me, yeah. Godfather. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. Yeah, we're going to so, get canceled. Uh, who cares? <laughs> You, can fuck you can't him. touch me. You're not man enough. I eat your ass all alive, you bitch. And then James go. goes, what? I didn't expect that. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> that was Lars. That's what Lars said to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's all I had. I mean, yeah, there was some other stuff. and Nothing, nothing great. No donut haters. No nothing like that. <laughs> Yngwie. Oh, he brought up there was one about him, but I didn't write it down. It was uh, oh something he about brought a, he brought a little kid up that was a fan. Oh, really? To play with him, which I'm like that doesn't sound like Ingve. No, he's, he's egotistical like an and shit. <laughs> he don't like donuts. He's a dick. Yeah, he's a dick. <laughs> he's a dick for donuts. Dick for donuts. Yeah. No, no, not fucking donuts. Yeah, you're not supposed oh. to fuck him, Ingve. <laughs> I know they're round and they got a hole, but you're not supposed to fuck them. You're yeah. supposed to eat them. Uh, all right, you want to do uh, turn, it, turn up? it up? Let's yeah. do it. It's now time for Turn It Up. Welcome back, everybody. 
We're your hosts, Joe and Adam. This is Turn It Up. And this week, I picked Ozzy, just like you can see him behind Joe. So So Joe has questions for me. So you ready? These are easy. I mean, it's Ozzy. It's like, yeah, you know. I mean, um, I know a lot about Ozzy, but some of the stories I forget. I've read his book. I've read, watched countless uh, documentaries. So let's go. Yeah. Okay, number one. uh, What's Ozzy's full name? John Michael Osborne. Yeah. You got that. All right. Is that close? Oh, wrong one. What the fuck is my winner? <laughs> <laughs> See, I even did that to myself. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so number two, uh, what's the famous landmark that Ozzy uh, oh, believed himself The on? Alamo. Yeah. Um, and then number three, uh, before biting the bat's head off, what kind of foul did he first do this to? A dove. <laughs> yeah. And he did that during a meeting with the he, record he was company. Signing the, yeah, he was signing the contract. They signed the deal, and he goes in there with a dove, and he was supposed to just let him fly and, like, release the doves. Yeah, and, like a celebration. And he grabbed one of them, sat on a chick's lap, and then bit the head off of it. <laughs> <And she> was, <laughs> I think there's pictures of it I've seen. I know there are yeah. pictures in his book. And the chick just, he's sitting there looking all crazy. And the chick's <laughs> like, oh, my God. I can't believe you just did that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure somebody in that room threw up. You know? Oh, I bet. Like, <laughs> what the fuck did we just see? I'm fucking Aussie. Ha, ha, ha. So, yeah, and then so the bad incident was somebody threw a bat up there Yeah, on stage when he was on stage. And he, he, he claims that he thought it was just, like, dead, like a prop. He thought it was like, plastic, like those rubber bats are in the Halloween yeah. time, those fake things. <laughs> but it's Ozzy. Come on, you, a, you had a live dove you bit his head off. Yeah. Him. Plus, he was how, hungry that night. He how much fucking snack. cocaine? Well, he's cocaine. You hadn't eaten in weeks. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How much alcohol and coke did he do? It's like, shit. Yeah. yeah, so basically, I like to do, when I do my turn up, I like to go through, like, the beginning part up to when they got known and got huge, and then, and then you know, everybody knows the stuff after that. And there's so many things out there about Ozzy. I'm pretty sure anybody listening to this knows about Ozzy. But, like, one of the questions, he was born John Michael Osborne, uh, December 3rd, 1948. Uh, he was born in... Marston Green, Marston Green in Warwickshire, England. Um, he grew up in Ashton area of Birmingham. Um, his nickname he got I thought his nickname Ozzy came later, but I guess he got that nickname in elementary school with his buddies yeah, in school. He, yeah, they started calling him Ozzy. So it's and, to, and Tony Iommi used to bully him when they were in school. Yeah, they didn't like it. He didn't like them. Yeah. yeah, he, uh, he, he, but, but it was, it, it was another incident where he had a PA. <laughs> well, yeah, he was, uh, Ozzy Zig needs a gig, I think is what yeah. they put on. He put on his flyer. <laughs> and the thing was, uh, too, like, Ozzy was weird. I read his book. And he used to walk around at one point with a shoe and just pulling it like it was a dog. Like he had a shoelace, and he's holding, dragging the shoe by the shoelace, and he'd walk around with it like it was his pet. So he was definitely like an odd, odd bird. And uh, well, he was—he's dyslexic. He too. was dyslexic, and I think uh, he had other learning abilities. His, if they had the little yellow bus, it's cool. His, he would have rode. That. He would have been in that because <laughs> even his father said to him, "He goes, look, you're either going to be great, son, or you're going to be in jail." <laughs> That's the two and, and he was in jail too. He did. He, he did, went to he prison at eighteen. Yeah, he was there for uh, six weeks. Yeah, because he broke in. He was doing. Uh, he 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 was stealing clothes. Ah, oh, fuck. We're gonna be running out of time again. So uh, yeah, yeah, he yeah, went to jail minutes. for we'll get ten minutes for six weeks. Um, then he joined Black. Well, Black Black Sabbath formed in nineteen sixty nine, or became Black Sabbath. They formed in 67. And yeah, they I, were a different name. I under a different name. and But the first like Black Sabbath lineup was Earth. They called themselves Earth. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was all of them. But they, but I, I mean, Ozzy and Geezer were in another band. I forget that one. 
And then I think it was Majesty or Majestic that Iomi and uh, Bill Ward had. So anyways, they, they saw the ad for Ozzy and then they showed up there and saw, oh no, it's this guy. <laughs> I don't fucking like this guy. <laughs> it's, the, it's the shoe guy. It's the shoe guy. It's so uh, yeah. Either way, but so Black Sabbath formed, and then uh, you know they went on from there, and everybody knows about Black Sabbath. Uh, then that went on to '79 when they fired his ass for doing too much drugs and then substance abuse, excessive With, substance abuse is what they said. Which I call I call foul because yeah. all of them were doing fucking that, drugs that's like the guns and roses thing with adler oh, like, yeah, where they, they fired me for doing drugs they're all doing drugs they're all doing <laughs> fucking heroin it's yeah. like but it's yeah who knows you know how it is to be in a band you just start bickering and obviously him and iomi it had go heads at it time time yeah. again um let's see so yeah he basically got bought out for 96 uh thousand pounds for his share of black sabbath they bought him out of his rights of the name and he just he thought it was over so he went to la got a just what bunch of coke and booze and went on a binge so if you have if you watch the video under the graveyard that's from his last album it's basically yeah. that when he was in the room doing drugs and don art don arden was Black Sabbath's manager. Uh, was Black Sabbath's manager, and he was also the father of Sharon Arden, who is Sharon Osbourne. He sends his daughter out there to take care of Ozzy because he's working on He got him signed to a um, a record label, and he wants her to basically watch after his investment. So yeah. she cleaned him up, and she took care of him. And then, of course, the rest is history. You know, he signs he the to deal. Her. <laughs> he tried to kill her. Yeah, at one yeah. point. At one point, he goes, "Look, it's I have to kill you." That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what, what the fuck? Hey, you know, if they're still together, that was meant to be because fucking she put up with a bunch of shit. She put up with hella shit, cheating. And there was there was like that one time, stupid where shit. He would go out to the pub and and just get wasted, and then so she took all his clothes. She took his figured, clothes. But if, if he doesn't have his clothes, he can't go to the pub. Uh, Ozzy went and got one of her dresses and <laughs> he put it on. Went to the pub. I think that was a night he pissed on the Alamo uh, because yeah, he was wearing a dress. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what he said in his book. There was also one story that was in his book that cracked me up. That when they were buying their house in Beverly Hills, and this is before the show The Osbournes. Yeah, uh, he goes into there going looking at mansions, you know, big Beverly Hills houses. And he fucking gets the shits, and he has to go. It's coming out. <laughs> so he goes into the bathroom, takes a dump in there, and, you know, these big old nice mansions. And But this is all staged, so there's nobody living there. He's yeah. looking. There's no fucking toilet paper. He just takes the shit. He's like, uh-oh. He looks under. There's nothing. No toilet paper, nothing. So he said the book. He grabbed the curtains off the curtain rod. Wiped his ass with him, and then like stuck him in the cupboard underneath the sink. <laughs> Typical yeah. Aussie fashion. <laughs> shit everywhere. That's shit. where they got it. <laughs> yeah, it was an Aussie moment. See, he should have been friends with Grandpa Joe. He would have given him some grape leaves to wipe. <laughs> Here you go. Snorted. <laughs> see, he was doing snorting ants. Snorting. Yeah, with, with, with uh, Motley Crue. First, they, they started lapping up piss. Well, that was in that Dirt movie, but that was also in the Dirt. Like yeah. they were just trying to outgross each other, and then freaking Ozzy started lapping up piss, and then they're like, "Oh shit!" And then Ozzy took it to another level, and that's when he snorted the ants. They're like, "Oh, you win, you win, Oz. <laughs> You're fucking nuts. You win." That reminded uh, me of uh, the Todd and me when we were playing Dirty uh, Quarters. Oh, Dirty Quarters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go back. That's in a past episode. We talk all about that. Yep. Ozzy's like, shh, don't fucking tell nobody. <laughs> They're going to use it against you. <laughs> I wiped my ass on the cuds. <laughs> the cuds. It wasn't me. Oh, shit. I told him to put that in the book. <laughs> Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody knows about Ozzy, but it's he's done so much shit in his life. Yeah. So, such a great character. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have. You yep. have any, anything you want to add? No, I'm out. Well, that's it.
Oh, I posted some pictures uh, of my amp and shit on our Instagram, so go check that out. And then we'll have links to everything on the on the show notes of this episode. Yeah, so all applicable links down below. Check them out. Please hit subscribe. We need to get that first first thousand. First thousand. Yeah. We're gonna cry. We're, be- we're almost there. We only need like nine hundred ninety-seven. <laughs> I think. No wait. No, I think we got five oh, subscribers. Five? I think it's five. All right. We're on our way. Yeah. It took a year to get five, so <laughs> you know, really ah, do the math. I, I run out of fingers and toes to count. Yeah. So, but and uh, I guess we'll see you next time. We'll see you in two weeks. Next time, later. Bye. <laughs>